everyone and Walter is making his voice heard this morning. How is everybody? Welcome to All Things SR Podcast. Uh, how are you doing, Leslie? Uh, good morning. I was uh, commiserating with Lori in the chat room. Mm-hmm. At, it was a little bit of a struggle to wake up this morning. It's rainy and chilly here on the eastern coast of the U.S. Um Lots and lots of rain. I see Black Lab Lady um, says in her neck of the woods, which is Maine, it's a chilly 44 degrees on the coast of Maine this morning, overcast with three to four more inches of rain coming later today. Mm -hmm. It's fair to say our August drought is officially over. Yeah, it's not good when you catch up on the drought in a day. (laughs) Please stay safe because that that tends to lead to flooding and landslides when it rains that fast yeah i think i think out on uh, the west coast when they've had this the bomb cyclone a lot mm-hmm. of a lot they got a lot a lot of rain needed much needed out there but an awful lot more than they normal so yes and and ellie's joined with us who's out on california coast so mm-hmm. good morning ellie bright and early and Lori's saying special good morning to walter walter boo-boo's gonna get his butt beat Oh, he's too cute. He's too cute. He thinks yeah, he's too cute. You know what he wants? He wants me to go upstairs because there were two cookies on his on the bed, and he wants to go upstairs and have me join him so he can curl up with his Aww. cookies and not eat them. <laughs> but isn't that what you want to do on a cold, rainy day? Just curl up in bed <laughs> and watch old movies, sure. Christmas. And that, yes, yes. Hallmark Christmas has started, you know. Hallmark Christmas has started. I, I always excited. get into that right before Halloween. <laughs> it's funny. I, I, I have to say, I was one that I, I really uh, shunned that for a long time. I was like, I like to enjoy my holiday seasons as they come upon us. I don't like to wish away time. Um, I'm giving, I carved out an exception for the Hallmark holiday one, just cause it's a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. um, and something, something different. And it does bring so many people so much joy. Um, it does, but I have the to say the story is always the same. Of course. You know, she, of course. It, you know, she's home for the holidays <laughs> because she lost her job or he's home for the holidays <laughs> because whatever. And and, you know, I mean, it, it's, you know, they, they find each other again after being out of high school for 20 years. I, I you know, I mean, it's just to me, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of the same storyline, if you know what I mean. Well, I think that's why people have turned to passion flicks. That's true. They want to see, they want to see their books, the romance books that they're reading come to life. And there, that's, there's a variety of different storylines there, mm-hmm. but I think there's a comfort in the Hallmark uh, formula, uh, oh, and I is. think you know it's it's kind of you know what you're getting, um, but it's uh, it, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Lori says I can't do the Hallmark Christmas yet. I know Lori. Uh, I I will dip dip in, but I I don't really start watching them till after Thanksgiving. Well, I, I one of the things I do know is that. Um, 
they have, there's a new, well, it's not a new, new channel, but it's a, a newer channel, a GAC family. It's the Great American Country State. I think they did a lot of country music videos. Okay. And the guy who worked for Crown Media left Crown Media and went to GAC. And so their Christmas movies actually start today. Uh -huh. Well, a lot of the mainstay actors of the Hallmark Christmas movies have moved over there. Um, well, and I know Lifetime has a that too. big, a big, you know, uh, list of holiday movies that they've started. Mm -hmm. It's just it, for me, it's it's still too early. But I do, I, I I'm okay with I'm okay with it just because of. Just because it brings a lot of people happiness. Brenda's like, yes, bring on the Hallmark movies. Um, <laughs> which, you know, is is great. And there's so many, you know, there's so many others. You know, we're talking about the Christmas movies right now and the holiday movies. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we are um, it, it is on Halloween. Halloween weekend. And we're still in Thanksgiving in the book. So... Hi, Karina. It's good to see you. Um, thanks for joining us. I see also Cheryl, Black Lab ladies on, Betty, Ellie, Brenda, Anna, Ashley, and Lori all joined, are in the chat room this morning. Ellie's saying she wishes that she had the East Coast rain. They had two rains in the past couple of weeks, which helped, but the smoke is back with level two to four. Oh. Bad air again. I'm sorry to hear that, Ellie. I was hoping, yeah, I do know it had rained a bit. Down. I was hoping that would have helped you guys. Um, the fires are still burning out west in the U.S. Um, Betty said she's excited for Thanksgiving, thanks to Gabriel. <laughs> and <laughs> Ellie says her favorite power horror of Halloween movies is The Exorcist, Nightbreed, Nightmare Before Christmas, Rocky Horror Picture Show, April Fool's Day, Saw. Well, there are lots. Oh, yeah, um, I mean, I never <laughs> I never saw Night Nightbreed and only saw parts of Nightmare Before Christmas because it's my granddaughter's, one of my granddaughter's favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Rocky Horror Picture Show. A classic. Classic. I can't even count how many times I've seen it. <laughs> and have you performed it? I have not dressed up and performed in front of the uh, in the front screen. of the stage. But you've participated. Oh, actively. most definitely. You know, um, time warp. And my favorite thing is taking people because it, it used to be at the movie theaters at midnight. <laughs> and yes. My favorite thing was taking new people to see it for the first I time. I know. So much fun. And um, I, I took my sister. I had come down to, I was living in New York, and I'd come down to Philadelphia to visit with my mom. And my sister uh, and two of her friends and I decided we'd go out to dinner and go to the movies. And I said, well, Rocky Horror is playing in Bryn Mawr. Let's go, you know. <laughs> and my sister's looking at me as if I've I've, uh, I've completely lost my mind. <laughs> and so we, I said, oh, it's great, it's great. So we went to this Chinese restaurant for dinner, <laughs> and the waiter dropped the um, fried rice. Oh no! <laughs> as he was delivering it to the table, I mean, it just went all over the floor. I said, "Well," and, and everybody else, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of fried rice on the table to begin with. And I, I said, well, you know, well, just bring back, you know, don't worry about getting the fried rice. Bring me a very small container of uncooked rice. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's looking at me as if I've lost my mind. <laughs> and my sister's like, what do you need that one? You know, you know. So we're like, we finished dinner. We get in the car. We, and and I, I see a Howard Johnson's when they had Howard Johnson's. And I said, uh. Oh, we got to stop here a minute. So I ran in and I said, I'm sorry, can I get two pieces of, of toast, please? I said, I've got, the, and, and uh, you know, I said, you know, someone's sick in the car and I just, you know, help her. Okay. Oh you know, so I just brought two pieces of toast. Now I've got a small container of rice. <laughs> you were gathering your goods. Yes. Um, and the toast. 
And in the car, my sister was is not the. My sister is a very cluttered person. Let me put it nicely. <laughs> so in the back of her car, she had uh, some newspapers. <laughs> you went shopping for Rocky no. Horror props in your sister's car? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. So I got the newspapers. Now, I didn't have any, I couldn't get water pistols and it was too late to go to, like, there were no dollar mm. stores open around me at that time and there weren't dollar stores around me at all anyway. And then, um, <laughs> so I couldn't get the water pistols. But, you know, so, so we, and I think she had an umbrella in the car too. And I said, well, you got to take that with you. So I got the newspapers, the umbrella, <laughs> the toast. And we go in and my sister, you know, me, when I, I went, I was either chemically induced or I had quite a bit to drink. <laughs> um, before, before, you know, you go into the movie theater. Um, but I was not chemically induced or alcoholic <laughs> induced with my sister and her friends who were both definitely neither. And uh, we sat down where the movie starts and everything, you know, yeah. They did have people that walked up as, and were prancing along the aisles um, and performing. Mm -hmm. And they're just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> some people embrace it and some people just shake their heads. It's very absolutely, interesting. Absolutely. And I'm seeing in the chat that Betty is a Rocky Horror virgin. She said, I've heard the soundtrack. Does that count? And I said, partial credit partial. for you, Betty. But we may have to remedy that situation at some point. Um, uh, it is Halloween. I'm, I'm sad that uh, the weekend is so rainy and soggy um, in our part of the country because it's Halloween's just not as much fun when it's wet and rainy. Mm -hmm. Our trick-or-treat night, though, should still be salvaged because Sunday evening, um, actual October 31st, um, is supposed to, the rain is supposed to have moved from then. So no. that'll be good. Yeah, I have the sun out here, so. Oh, no, it's it's not. I wish it's not sunny here oh, at well, all. Well, if you could see the big dark gray clouds outside, but the mm -hmm. sun is still out. Yeah, the rain's coming your way. I'm yes. sorry to tell you, Pam. I, I'm not worried about it. That's the way our weather pattern typically works. I will, Karen and Anna Karen. over in the western part of the state. Right, we'll, and then we'll you get, get the it, nasty weather, it. and it comes it comes across the state. But sometimes, because sometimes a lot of times the around Lancaster, it. it heads north. Right, right. Sometimes the mountains will stop it. So, um, but Halloween, I hope everyone has a great fun for it. Mm -hmm. um, Ellie says Rocky Horror is nostalgic for us. She went on her first date with her now husband to Rocky oh. Horror back. October 17th, 1987. I love the fact you know that date, Ellie. That's awesome. <laughs> and then they got married subsequently 11 years later on October 17th. Happy belated anniversary there, Ellie. Absolutely. That is the coolest. Did you do any Rocky Horror-esque or themed um, things at your wedding? Just curious. Um, I guess throwing the rice, right? Maybe. Um, toast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That is great fun. That yeah, is great paper, fun. I think paper. that's around the time when I first saw Rocky Horror was around your first date. I think it was back in 87. 80. Actually, it probably was 86, 85 or 86. Mm, 79. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you know that too, Pam. Um, Betty's watching, uh, Betty watched Coco this week, which is a great film. And she's that. planning to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas with her brother. Um, we did a really cool dance um, to some of the soundtrack of The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is cool. Um, I, it is, I, you know, it is a cute movie. And my, my granddaughter. So creative. So creative. My granddaughter, who, in my own grandmotherly uh, boasting, she, she loves this stuff. <laughs> she, I mean, she was even, um, she even played, what's the title character? I forget, with the white face. And mm -hmm. she, she, um, she went as uh, him for Halloween one year. So did my daughter. In oh, fact, if I can find the picture, I'll have to send it. It, she looked just like the character. I think they won, 
she was at Penn State at the time. Her roommates, they all went as characters from that. And I think they won money at a bar. Mm. <laughs> I think they won prizes for their costume. It was super cool. Mm -hmm. This year, um, I'm very excited because my daughter, of course, I get excited for my kids' Halloween costumes and they're in their 20s now. So just, you know, Halloween's a thing here at our house. Um, Allie is going as uh, Jessica Rabbit. Mm -hmm. And Sabrina and her boyfriend are going um, from the Incredibles. She's Elastigirl. Oh, okay. okay. <clears throat> um, well, and I'm, I'm still figuring I'm, I'm out actually, what costume I'm pulling together. I'm actually planning on being the Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> we, I did that one year, and it was really cool. I did that at work one time. I, my, the, my, uh, another guy and I shared an office, and and. I took fishing wire and stuffed a pair of gloves and hung oh, wow. from the ceiling onto the keyboard of my computer. <laughs> so it looked like I was typing. <laughs> That's fun. That is fun. And everybody's I love like, and I, I, I didn't <laughs> really. We had one girl. Oh my God. We had this one girl, Veronica Gately, who uh, came in one day. It was a Halloween. And she's dressed up as like this homeless woman. Oh wow! Not to make fun of homeless people, but she and and wouldn't talk. And she went and she got herself into this uh, CEO's office <laughs> and set up camp. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> and <laughs> everybody, you know, everybody's like, "Yeah, you can't get this girl out of my office." And um, so a bunch of us are going in. We're trying to walk around and yeah nothing's happening nothing's happening and we knew it was kind of a joke we did we because you could tell like the props right the, the <clears throat> but we didn't know who the hell it was and we didn't even know it was Ronnie. and then she uh she comes walking in later and she says well and and and, and you know Timing is everything, but she, when she came in, she was like, yeah, well, what happened? <laughs> but it was, wow. it was fun. Well, I, um, you know, first of all, I wanted to say a quick shout out and hello to some of the folks who just joined in the chat room, Shell and Floor. And, Glad you ladies could join. We were talking a little bit about Halloween um, and some of the things people are doing for Halloween. Um, and also the fact Ellie... One of the things we talked about was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ellie, Ellie's first date to her husband was at that movie. So um, in the chat, she had noted that um, she uh, was, um, they didn't use the rice. They actually used bubbles at their wedding. Uh -huh. And that, um, that they are, um, it, they go every year. Um, this year we watched Perks of Being a Wallflower set during the late 80s and 90s and Rocky Horror is featured in that film. Mm -hmm. So they still have that as a little bit of a special part of their of their love story, which is very cool. And um, Lori said she hasn't seen The Nightmare Before Christmas, another movie that people have been watching. She's mm -hmm. going to remedy that this weekend. Let us know what you think of it, Lori. And um, <laughs> Betty's uh, Floor said, my best friend is obsessed with Jack, and that was the character. Mm -hmm. I think it bought her almost everything Jack from PJs to shirts and socks. I Isabella. love it. There's a ton Isabella. of merchandise around that film, actually. Floor, you're right about that. Um, and Betty's wondering if anyone will dress up as Professor Picton or with Wonder Woman's outfit. I think that could be pretty, pretty much fun. Um, and I, I see Anna, let us know also, Anna's saying in terms of Halloween weekend, trick-or-treating tonight is going on, um, and then she's going to the Van Gogh Interactive Exhibit tomorrow in Pittsburgh, and she's excited about that. Oh, that's very that, cool. Which I, I think, has um, been on my list, and I, I'm afraid I'm going to completely blow my chance to see it. I, I should, I should see if I could get it. tickets. Well, I remember Susie went to the first one years ago when she was in Paris, I believe, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when she was visiting Europe. And I remember she posted it and I was so transfixed by it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it if ever comes near us, I want to go and I still haven't gone. But Oh well you I know. you know, it uh Phil's nephew Lee was we were all up I was up there one night with dinner when Lee was there and uh 
he, he said to his, to Phil, his uncle, you know, let's, would you like to go see this Van Gogh exhibit? He's like, mm -hmm. well, what Van Goghs are being shown and where they don't come normally come around too often. And he says, no, it's an immersion program. You go in and you're in the painting and that is not the way to see a painting. If you want to see the painting, you go to the museum <laughs> and you see the painting. So at that point it became you. <laughs> oh, and Betty just, um, well, I can see Phil. Phil's a little more traditional. Traditional? I, I think, I think his, I think Eccentric. the argument should have been, I think the argument to Phil should have been, this is a different way. You know, they're, they're, they're exploring different ways to, to absorb the art. I think you had to say this is completely something mm -hmm. different. It's it, and it's not. It wouldn't. It would be a different experience. It wouldn't be just to really see the art. It would be to feel, you know, but to do I, something I, different. I, exactly. You know, I and and to bring different. it bring it to. No, it's still not for him. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Unless you can sit down and literally, I've seen him do this, because now that you know we go to museums, he's in a wheelchair, because right. you know. He'll be 98 in, a couple, in 10 days. That's amazing. And so we, he'll, he, he, you stop him in front of a painting, and you could sit in front of this painting for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. So that he can immerse himself in the art, whatever. So. I love that. I yeah, love I mean, that. and no. that's fine. That's great. <laughs> Ellie, um, I'm noting, um, while we're still tagging into a little bit of Halloween fun, mm -hmm. um, Ellie noted Maya, her daughter, will be Elle from Death Note this year. She was Miss Amani from Death Note last year. She, is it Amani or Amane? I haven't seen Death Note. She she red dyed redyed her hair black this week. Xander, I saw that. A, a, a bit adds still doesn't know what he wants. Xander does a bit ADD doesn't yeah. know what he wants to be. But last night said animal for the from the Muppets. He's a drummer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude can't pull that together in one day. Ellie, I have, I have great faith. You could, you could pull I'm something sure off. I'm sure you'll be able to, you'll do well. I, Gel oh works. Oh my gosh. Gel yeah. works to get that hair going. <laughs> Animal is a cool idea for a costume, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Maybe find one of those like pom-poms, uh, you know, some of those little plastic pom-poms at one of the party city and you could make, use that as the hair maybe. I don't mm -hmm. know. Just trying to help a sister out. Um <clears throat> This is, um, Betty is saying 98 is the new 88 for um, Phil. <laughs> Phil, which is great. Um, and uh, we actually, Betty also noted that we, from All Things SR, apparently mm -hmm. were an answer to one of the questions last night at the Halloween party on the Emerson, which huh. I had wanted to attend and I was helping my mom and it just got too much and I was so burnt out from yesterday, I just couldn't do it. And, um, no, I so hear you because I got my I, booster this week and I just, it hit me again. It's so, it's always fun though. And I always love to see everybody's costume. So I'm mm -hmm. going to go and look at the Facebook and kind of, I usually catch up that way, but it's, it's not the same as being on live. No, I know. <laughs> and Mr. Boo Boo, you can go lie down now. You're a good Boo Boo. You finally stopped barking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, Brenda said, don't. yes, we were. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I hope everybody had fun. It's, yeah. it's, I think Halloween's supposed to be a, a, you know, it's a nice way to have fun. It's a fun Have holiday. a good night. And I mean, we, we used to have, uh, we used to have mischief night. And, like tonight would be mischief night. Yeah. And <laughs> um, you, you, my parents would never drive around on mischief night because they were afraid of getting egg on the car. Cause oh, that's not. Eggs. Yeah. And that's, that's not, that's, eggs are a little bit, yeah, that's, and, and they're then, not easy to get out. And, uh, then the other was, um, oh, uh, the, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, toilet paper with the trees. I remember, oh, yeah. like, I remember Rolling. going to school one morning, like, and the trees, uh, we, I lived like on a, on a corner. And then across the street, you could still see up the street. Mm -hmm. all, and there were all these really old trees, you know. And all the white sheets hanging down from the branches. Mm -hmm. It was very cool, actually. <laughs> My mom still talks about when our house got rolled. Yeah. And she loved it. She thought it was the... We had so much fun. We did that, too. We were 
It was harmless fun. Mm -hmm. It really was. It was, it was, um, but she's, she actually mentioned that the other day. Do you remember when your friends came thing. and put all the toilet paper over the trees? And I said, yeah, well, we, when had, my, we did all kinds of practical jokes to each other. When my son was in high, but, uh, junior high and high school, it was, it was shaving cream. It went around with shaving <laughs> cream. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Annie. Um, Ellie says they call it TPing. Um, and our, our question, the question was, who are the hosts of All Things SR podcast? And oh. that we were, we, we yeah. were the answers to that yeah, question. I, so I had, uh, um, I emailed, I, um, or sent a message to MJ earlier in the day. I just, mm -hmm. that, that, you know, <clears throat> I don't know what it is about the, the vaccine shots and whatever. My sister says it's good because your lymph nodes are working or your whatever, but it just, you know, I was like, I just can't do this tonight. I just felt like, like hell. Mm. So, I uh, went to bed early. Yeah, that's and, okay. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better today. Yes, yeah. but I was worried yesterday when you texted me about that. I'm like, oh, if yeah, we have to cancel, yeah, let us, yeah, you know, yeah. just do it if I, you're I, feeling I wanna, badly. You know, it's one of those poorly. things. You, I'm, I'm one of those people that you know. I went to fever. I went to work with a fever of 103 and 104 for a couple of days before I got sent home. <laughs> That's not very good, Pammy. Well, you got to uh, take care of yourself. I know. I know you've learned since then. So. I have learned a lot since then. But. Yes. Um, and, and you know, we started the whole thing talking a little bit about the Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. And Black Lab Lady said, I'm still a bit of a sucker for the Hallmark channels, but Passion Flicks has really topped those for me in a big way. And speaking of Passion Flicks, I have not remiss seen... without mentioning seduction their new snacks. film, which... Seduction and Snacks. I believe Ellie said she watched mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. I did watch it later last night. Did you? I, I mean, I've not. I thought it was well done. Because when I read the book, I thought this is going to be a hard one to pull off. It's very, very irreverent. Um, it's a little bit over the top in terms of the humor. Um, I really thought they did. I thought it was such a charming way they they pulled it together. Um, so kudos. Um, it's 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 a comedy, you know. It's 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 a very different flavor of mm -hmm. romance. Mm -hmm. um, I just thought they did a great job. Mm -hmm. I, I really I really it enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the directing. I thought the soundtrack really enhanced the movie. Um, it was funny, and it's it's a funny. Uh, yes, and Betty said seduction and snacks was funny. I enjoyed it, mm -hmm. especially the inner monologue. And that was the one thing when I was reading the book. I was wondering if they were going to do it and show it on screen, and they did. And I was happy to see that because I could not imagine that book without having the character sharing her inner thoughts with yeah. the audience. Sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes you got to work your way around that because those inner monologues it can be so good. You know. Uh, yeah, this was this was funny. Um, Brenda said, "I think she wrote it to be a movie. It's a great rom com." Yes, the musical score was amazing. I just thought it enhanced it. Um, I love it the cast. I cannot believe, again, the casting gods of Passion Flicks just mm -hmm. nailed it. I oh, thought they really yeah. did a good I forget, job. I forget what her name is, but she, they, they mm -hmm. have a casting director that's amazing on that show. Mm -hmm. Ellie said SNS was cute. Main ladies were funny and expressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Black funny. Lab Lady said, hadn't read the book, but thought the movie was very good. Again, good choice of actors. So we'll yeah. check it out. Yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. And so, uh, speaking of checking things out. We do. Um, have, we have some news. Not not a lot, a lot, but we have some news from SR. Yeah, SR, um, our, SR shared some news. Um, so let's. Uh, the, the Man in the Black Suit has been released uh, in Brazil, and he's hopeful that the book will do well. Because it will make it easier for the Gabriel books to go back into print there. Uh, since his Brazilian contracts have expired and so the Gabriel series is no longer available. Ah. Uh. I know. Um, he says he knows that uh, readers are looking forward to the release of Gabriel's Rapture Part 1. Um, and he'll be running a contest that gives away Passion Flix subscriptions. Thanks to some generous donors on his Instagram account starting November 1st. Also, a special subscription code for a discount will be coming as well, and he'll be posting that. Which and, is great. Yes. I, they had one for seduction and snacks. I'm not still. I'm not sure if it is still um, I don't out there. Know. I don't know. 
but, but um, we'll we'll let you know as soon as we hear about the special subscription code absolutely. because I think it's a perfect thing to do in terms of gifts for friends, mm-hmm. and it also helps them to to uh, by the number of new subscriptions that come through marketing wise, um, right? To say, oh well, this one's re- this author's really good. Let's see if we can mine some more from that person. Exactly. So. Exactly. It really, it, it really enhances. I know SR always, um, always promotes that and it helps, you know, as we know, um, in fact, I, I know some fans have found SR through passion flicks, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it works both ways. I know I've discovered many, many authors that I never probably would have read if mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been for passion flicks. Right. So it's a place for people who like romance. That's Absolutely. for sure. So the other, the other is just... <laughs> Betty's, uh, Betty's asking if, it could if be uh, Paul? the promo call mm-hmm. is going to be... I think we'll ask SR um, if, uh, <laughs> if that will be the case, Betty. Um, the, other, <laughs> the, the only other thing he mentions is that uh, he will be a guest on our podcast the Saturday after the premiere of November 24th, I believe so. The 27th. Saturday, the 27th. So he will be. Um, I, I will confirm yes. that. Yes, it's yeah. Saturday the 27th. Okay, um, good. SR will be Our live, guest. Well, uh, live so in we the chat room. Discuss the movie, and he, he will be holding a, a Facebook watch along too at some point in time. So, yes, um, and, and, and other programming notes. I wanted to get this in before. Um, and just in case we get caught up with the story and discussion mm-hmm. and we, I forget to mention it before the end of the show, um, we have a break from the review of Gabriel's Promise next week. Mm-hmm. And we are um, celebrating and recognizing World Mental Health Day. Um, the discussion is going to be November 6th. Uh, the, the day itself was designated, at least one of them, there's a couple um, November 10th. So, uh, stay tuned for that mm-hmm. show. And then of course the following week is, uh, is a birthday. very special birthday for, for our, our Prince William. of Florence. Yes. William, that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Betty and Perling are coming back to help us celebrate that. Yes. So it'll be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. Yes. Yes. So, with that being said, um, do you know what holiday (laughs) is like almost finished? (laughs) Yes, Thanksgiving, the final chapter, right? Julia, I I actually wish we could have timed it so (laughs) we would have had all of these Thanksgiving ones um, Mm -hmm. right leading up to actual Thanksgiving. We almost did it that way. Yeah. But um, finally, um, and <laughs> I'm laughing. Uh, oh, thank you. Before I start reading the chapter, Black Lab Lady did put snacks discount code was still there yesterday. She had a couple of friends sign up for Passion Flicks. So if you do have friends, Black Lab Lady, thank you for putting that in the chat box. Um, if they want to get in on the fun of Passion Flicks now, put the, that as the discount code and they'll be able to enjoy the, 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 um, the savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yay for SR being in the chat room, Lori said. Um, she loves seduction and snacks and she knows she's behind. Mm-hmm. You're, there's no worries, Lori. They're there's not, no not, pressure not there, right? Whatsoever. And she wonders is this Friday morning or still Thursday? I know. I thought so too because I was thinking it was Thursday when I read it. Um, I, I have a feeling it's like around midnight in that area uh, after, maybe yeah. even a little after yes so we are well they got back late i mean because yeah. you think dinner you think then all the activity with gabriel like breaking the window True. when he went and out it, to get the coat and then and to come was, back and then to go to the and then go to the orchard and then to have um uh loving times in the orchard and then to be interrupted and then i mean that was a long just it's, to get it, there. It's been a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it seems. 
<laughs> in any it, it it has but it's good it's good so she woke up and not only did her ankle hurt but her heart also hurt as well and that just uh i just the way that he wrote that i just was like i feel for her you know i really do um because that wasn't easy it was a revelation um really she was suffering from the side effects of the epidural and that may never go away. So I think that fact is very jarring, mm -hmm. you know, that she could be permanently uh, injured from mm -hmm. this epidural. I think it would be very, very hard to listen to and to hear. Um, so not only is she absorbing the fact that she may have this situation with her leg um, indefinitely, um, she also knew that Gabriel had been very, very angry with her to the point he did not come to bed right away. Mm -hmm. And he drove her home um, in silence, really. Uh, but he helped her with the baby, getting in the house, and then he went back outside to make phone calls. I mean, just, I just think that would be really, really sad. Um, you know, she's already vulnerable. She's already hurt. And then to know that she hurt him like that, I think, made it even yeah, even of... worse. Um, and Betty, uh, yes. Yes, of course. <laughs> Betty said, I have to admit, I was thrilled Gabriel was not angry at my sweet Paul. <laughs> no, it's not sweet Paul yeah. at this point. Um, he's just, he's super upset. So after he made his phone calls outside, he came back in, took a long shower, and then disappeared into his study. And he was finally coming to bed. So, and Betty said, what's worse, Gabriel scolding Julia or Gabriel giving her the silent treatment? Boy, I'm thinking the silent treatment would be worse. I think so, too. It's, it's the unknown, right? Um, Halftime show. Halftime show. Sponsored Walter by started Hallmark. again. Walter <laughs> Boo Boo. What are you barking at? There's no one out there, Boo Boo. No. Go lay down. He's singing. Doing something. I don't know what. <laughs> so. I think we have ghosts in this house. I really do. I think that's what his problem is. Well, that's okay. They're, yeah, they're coming to say hello, that. too. I mean, the only ghost that I know in this house would be my mom, but that's, and that's fine. She can hang out where she wants. Well, she might enjoy the podcast, so we'll that's see. That's true. That's true. Um. Again, kudos to Gabriel for knowing to distance himself and to try and get a grip, Anna said. And I think that's spot on. Um, he's, he's giving space to himself so he doesn't say something or do something that he'll regret or that will damage their relationship. Um, so he's coming to bed now, finally. He put his glasses and phone on the bedside table, pulled back the blankets, and as he was climbing in, he noticed she was awake. So he just slips under the covers, lying on his back with his eyes closed. And I just think that would be hard, too. I mean, Julia mm -hmm. knows that he knows that she's awake, and he just climbs into bed and just kind of turns away from her. And I just thought, oh, that would be so sad. I would be. Well, you know, one of those, it's one of those things that, you know, like I can remember my mother always said, don't ever go to bed angry. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There's there there's that school of thought, mm -hmm. um, and I think, and they've even said that before too. And I think this is why what happens next happens, right? Right. Um, and Flora says the silence would kill me. So yes, definitely the silent treatment would be worse, uh, be the worst. But as Anna pointed out, sometimes you have to give yourself time. Or you you to kind of re yeah, regauge and regroup. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Betty's like, damn it, Gabriel, why do you look so hot even when you are mad? Sometimes because sometimes he's beautiful. That happens. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and Gabriel waited because he was hoping she was asleep, Anna noted. And I'm sure, you know, he thought he would he waited long enough so he wouldn't have to engage with her. And um, that wasn't the case. So he notices she's awake. He goes under the covers. And the distance seemed insurmountable to Julianne. 
It reminded her of the night that she slipped into his room after she had been attacked. And it was sad because they, you know, she had come back from the hospital. And I think there was, you know, memories of Thanksgiving lingered. Um, and she just knew she needed strength. You know, she, she needed that comfort. She wanted that comfort. And she wasn't getting it because he was so hurt by what she held from him. And as Anna noted, you cannot take back or unhear words. So mm -hmm. at that time, as she was re remembering what happened at the Thanksgiving that she had been attacked, he had been so kind to her at that moment. He'd been understanding. And she was just reflecting on that when a strong arm lifted and pulled her to his warm naked chest. So I feel like that connection, you know, and it was not verbal at first, right? It was that physical connection of mm -hmm. wanting to do comfort, of wanting to reach out because I'm sure he was just as hurt and that, that arm coming around her and comforting her, um, I think was, I think that was really important. Mm -hmm. Um, and she whispered to him, I am so sorry I did not tell you. And he said he told her that they were even since he did not tell her about the car, you know, and see, that's the other thing. He realized he held stuff back from her as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm Julia sure mentioned that. I'm sure that, she, that played into his contemplation in the study. I think so too. I think so too, because how can he fly off the handle about her? holding this back when mm -hmm. he held things back from her like it, it would not be fair not be right he was hurt because her, this was a physical thing and I think in his mind I think in his mind he probably justified that his worry was more than her worry but you know I, I think he was very you know I think he was very wise as Anna noted by, by just holding his tongue until he was ready to talk. Um, but he couldn't be lying there next to her and push her away because he didn't want to push her away. He just wasn't ready to express right. himself yet. And I think she needed to say she was sorry to relieve her own feeling mm -hmm. of guilt for not telling him. And um, so, so there was that, that coming together and that recognition, I think was important. Um, and you know, after, you know, after he said the bit about the car, she said, she didn't think Simon was the one in the car because he's a real snob about the, his cars and he, and Nissan would be beneath him. Like <laughs> that's not what he would have driven. Um, yeah, I could see Simon in like a BMW or. Right, right. Mm -hmm. A BMW or Mercedes, a Lexus or, you know, something Cadillac, like something. Mm -hmm. um, and no, I don't so, say Cadillac because Cadillac is like an old person's car. <laughs> yeah, well. Speaking as an old person, it's an old person's car. <laughs> well, some of the newer ones. Um, mm. But I don't think that's Simon's vibe. Simon's definitely more of the BMW mm -hmm. in my mind. Um, so Gabriel you know, mentioned that her uncle Jack was looking into it. And yeah, by the way, um, he also broke the rear window of the Nissan. So it might be easier to identify. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I can just imagine her like, mm -hmm. how did you do that? She was shocked by this news and, you know, Gabriel admitted he played baseball in high school. So, he, you know, he had a good arm and was able to <laughs> throw in, and hit his target, and Julia had known play that. Baseball. Julia had known that. I know. So, and and Betty said, if Paul were laying in bed shirtless and he was mad at me, I would probably cave and apologize just so I can touch his chest. Of course, of course, you would, Betty. <laughs> we have no doubt about that, Betty. No doubt at all. Um, and. Anna said his holding back about the car is not the same as her holding back her physical condition. That's but true. again, communication is paramount. Absolutely. 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 And Floor noted, that's what I love about Jules and Gabe. They somehow find each other's faults and are drawn back to each other and they're learning to communicate. It's very mm -hmm. true. 
And is there a sport Gabriel does not excel in? Probably. But he would never admit to it. Yeah. And, and uh, Ellie points out it's like a double-edged sword. They both needed distance and to leave each other alone a bit. Um, but I'm glad he did get self-aware and that he, he didn't, he had held back too. They, that may be a first, another first. Mm -hmm. He's usually unapologetic when he holds back saying thing, feeling right to do so. And Julia did feel bad being in, in her own head about her health and how it might affect others around her. You know, one of the things I, and I've said this probably a hundred thousand times and I apologize for repeating when I got my husband and I got married, we were, we literally met and got married within three weeks. Yeah. And the, both the priest that married us and a, a good friend who was somewhat of a, a witch and, and a good witch. Thank you. <laughs> Um, said that the, the main thing that you two have to do is make sure you communicate. Because without the communication, what, you, what you're doing right now is going to be all wrong. And I'm very for right. fortunate for that advice because it really was, really did, was helpful. Because we learned as we go along. It's so important. My husband and I used to... Um, volunteer to do pre-cana classes in the catholic church they have mm -hmm. um, these sessions you attend before you get married in the church so we had a huge huge component on communications and had exercises people could do the whole nine mm -hmm. um, because it's so critical mm -hmm. and and learning how to communicate um there's a great book that was a resource that we used called fighting for your marriage it was all about how to communicate now, this was a while ago, um, mm -hmm. all about how to communicate um, and fight, so to speak, um, respectfully, you know, um, and, and put your a lot of the things that you see are that are described in terms of the positive ways to communicate mm -hmm. are captured in that book. Um, so it's it's really important. Um, yes, as Anna says, a couple's counseling theory is turning towards, not away. Mm -hmm. And so true. Ellie had said she's glad that Gabriel and Julia eventually learned how to talk things out. And, um, and I Gottman think theories the and philosophies are great as well, Anna says. So. And I think also the, the um, actual individual therapies that they were going through was actually good to bring that to light for themselves as well. Right, think about right. It. Right. Because I think before any of the therapy that they had, they, that most definitely they would probably have kept every kind of secret they possibly could. Mm -hmm. Especially because, you know, I, I can relate to Julie a little bit, being the daughter of an alcoholic. You, you tend to hide certain things. Right. So. Right. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. It is. So, um... Yeah, so things started, you know, then he got a little bit serious with Julian. Just, you know, you must, you got to tell me about these health issues that you're having. Especially now that we have Claire. And when you think about it, you know, she could have been holding Claire in the numb leg and missed a step and going downstairs or, you know, that, and that would have hurt her even more. <laughs> mm, I think. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, she admitted that she was hoping that it would go away like many of us do when we're not feeling well. Right. You know, it'll just, it'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Um, so she's, she, you know, he asked if, uh, you know, his concern was that she'd hit it for three months right. and, uh, Please never do that again. And he, you know, he proceeds to tell her, you know, we need you. I need you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that kind of brought it, got her teary eyed and, uh, saying, you know, she needs him as well. And, and, you know, the fact that he kept the car business away from her was upset, upset her a little bit as well. And she said, uh, you know, he suggested that she suggested that he not run out the woods by himself anymore, and he conceded to her that the, with that request, but that she never hide health issues related to her. Mm -hmm. and she tells him in full detail, past or present. So they, she smiled at his, his uh, 
you know, his town. She's like, yes, Dr. Emerson. And then he growls, because you, you start bringing in a little humor in here. And uh, she's like, I mean, Professor Emerson. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which I thought was good. Yeah, I mean, I you, you, you do have to bring some of that in after a bit. You know, you're not really, you're not so angry with each other that you can't find a little levity in your situations. Right, right. When, you know, Anna says, Gabriel simply saying, I'm very hurt, I need time, would have allowed the time he needed and still let her know what he was thinking. Right, right. And, um, yeah, I think that has worked in situations um, I've seen. If someone's just saying, you know, I, I'm upset or I'm processing this, please just give me some time. Give me some space. It, it, and it's, it's, it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I just can't do it now. You right. know, I just need space. Um, I think that's super, super great advice. And, and Betty said, when Gabriel said he wanted to know everything, I was thinking, okay, I'll tell you everything tomorrow. Good night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess Gabriel's not a doctor anymore. <laughs> no, he, but he plays, well, sometimes plays one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she proceeds to tell him about the numbness and how um, the sprained ankle hurt like a mother, which mm-hmm. it was funny because when I was, was putting these notes together and I saw that line and I was like, I, I was going to put that line in thinking, well, that was my words, not his. But they're actually uh-huh. his SR's words. Uh-huh. So, so Gabriel was going to get her something for the pain, and she said that she had stuff on the bedside table, and he walked over and he got it for her with a glass of water, and he got back into bed, and he gently pulls her back over. And he says, you know, he needs to know what's going on. And so so she starts. She said, well, you know, I have fibroids. And though Dr. Rubio thought they had shrunk during, you know, during her pregnancy. Which was good. Uh, Yeah. And uh, she'd been taking iron supplements, um, but she didn't think she needed them anymore. And she's supposed to be going back to uh, the doctor in September and uh, to have them checked out and she'll, doctor will probably do an ultrasound on them. And uh, Gabriel asked if there was anything else and she said no. She replied, what about you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Turn around is fair play. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. So. And um, Anna had noted that, you know, in terms of him taking that space and that time, she says silence is not always golden, mm-hmm. but often necessary. And mm-hmm. I love that, Anna. That is such a great, that is very quotable. Mm-hmm. I will be quoting, I will be quoting you on with that. That's good stuff right there. Um, so... As you say, Pam, the turnabout is fair play. Uh, play. And Gabriel said, I'm in recovery for a chemical dependency. I have anger management issues, concerns for my family's safety, and one endowed chair at Harvard whom I'd like to confront. <laughs> There's a black <laughs> Nissan I'd like to punch. <laughs> and Julia said, um, is there anything else? You know, she's like, oh no, what's, what more is he going to have that coming her way? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he admitted, look, I, I'd sleep much better if I knew who was stalking us. And Julia confided, to be honest, she did not want to know. Um, but she had wished that she had known that this Nissan was out there. You know, she, she was sharing that she, he she wish wishes that he would have told her about this from the very beginning right you know because she's considering <laughs> betty's like don't poke gabriel julia um mm-hmm. but honestly you know she's thinking back and she said i really do wish i kind of need to know it's not even a i want to know it's a i, I, I really I, need to know you know she was looking thinking back she had taken claire in her stroller a few times and would have been nice to know if she needed to be aware and worried. And she wanted to know if she was putting them in jeopardy by walking outside with Claire by herself. What if the car had followed them? And she was right. Um, and Gabriel recognized that as well. It wasn't fair for either of them keeping secrets. And for him being cross at her, he kissed her. And when she asked if he wasn't cross with her, but uh, he and uh, actually he kissed her and when he asked if she when she asked him 
if he was cross with her, he said, no, I'm furious. <laughs> it scared the hell out of him that a neurologist had been called. And of course, he thought of all of the terrible things that could have been involved. MS, cancer, stroke. Um, he was terrified when mm -hmm. he heard that a neurologist was in her room. And he didn't understand why if she just broke her ankle or twisted her ankle. You know, I, I can imagine that was a very jarring thing to him. You know, and, but I also think the fact that, you know, he thought she died after having the baby. Right. I think that played right. into it, too. Well, I think that was that underlying mm -hmm. fear about losing her, losing her. Um, and he said, we are a family and you and I are family and family is everything. You know, it's, it's just that foundational part of their relationship. And it's something that they've built together that they did not have at all points in their life. Right. Um, and Julia, who didn't sound okay, said, okay. And she kind of had the bravery at that point, since they were being very honest, I think, mm -hmm. um, that she raised something that she was pretty sure he wasn't going to want to hear. And she said to him that she was hopeful that once Cecilia got over her jealousy, that Cecilia would sign off on her going to Edinburgh. And Gabriel, of course, said it was a risky decision, and he thought it'd be much better to confront her sooner rather than later. But Julia thought if she were around Graham Todd at the Oxford workshop, you know, if Cecilia really had a chance to talk to him and interact with him, that Cecilia would change her mind. Um, and Gabriel felt that it was months away and that the timing may just be too late, but Julia really wanted to try. So, I mean, this was Julia putting her... You know, her wishes, her desires and her feelings into it. You know, she's this is very rational. Honestly, it makes sense to me. It, it's an effective argument in my mind because Graham Todd is the, is an expert. He would be someone that she could work with that would be a, a high caliber instructor and professor. Um, so I think she really thought that Graham would impress Cecilia mm -hmm. Um as if she had more interaction with him. So she was putting out there that she really, really wanted to try that. And, you know, in the chat, Betty's noting, the truth is the doctors are studying Julia's brain so they can figure out how she tamed you, Gabriel, and is able to help you calm when he snaps at the doctors and nurses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Betty. And then Anna said, I don't think he was cross. He was fearful and hurt. He thought he lost her earlier with the tribunal and then during childbirth and now the sage lecture question, which mm -hmm. is very on point and very on point. And Ellie concurred. It was terrifying for him, likely triggered hospital PTSD from his mom, from Maya and the Simon bite, etc. It would kill him to lose her. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think honestly, I do think that that fear of losing her. Yeah, really, really. And it just, it shows, it shows the deep affection and love and how, how intertwined they are in terms of uh, family, mm -hmm. of being together. So, you, you know, know after, oh, go ahead. One of the things I really like, uh, uh, the, when you look in depth at this chapter, you really can see how their bonds have grown together mm -hmm. so much and the strength of their bonds. They're, it, it's almost as if they've become one person and each each time they open up to each other about certain things, it gets stronger and stronger. So I really I really like the way SR wrote this. I, I just, it just felt so good. It's like, like we've mentioned before, the one of the great things about reading the series is is seeing the evolution of the characters and his character mm -hmm. development mm -hmm. yep. is is really really um, well done and Absolutely. I and, and seeing where Gabriel has grown and 
how Gabriel Gabriel has grown and how Julia has grown. Yeah, they and both And then are. how they and how they've grown individually and also together mm-hmm. um, is really, really. Uh, it's it's a great study in in humanity. I think absolutely. Um, and Flora noted Gabriel has always had the fear of losing her. It always felt too that he was never worthy of her. So he was just hurt more than anything. And that's a good point, Floor. Mm-hmm. He also had that whole not being worthy aspect coming at it as well. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of growth here. Um, Absolutely. So, you know, so, and, and because of the intimacy that they share and the trust that they have built, Julia did put this on the table that I, you know, look, I, I want to wait. I want to see if Cecilia turns, uh, turns around after she kind of uh, licks her wounds about being jealous and meeting uh, Graham. Um, I, I really think she's going to change her mind. I'm hoping she does, and I, I want to wait to see if she does. So Gabriel really still thought that was nonsense, but when asked for a promise he agreed, you know, Gabriel just didn't, he wanted to take care of the situation. Now, um, that was his own personal opinion, but he did agree to Julia's wishes. After all, it is Julia's academic career, not his, right. and it really is her choice. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, he can give her advice, but he also has to respect her wishes of, of where she wants to be. Yeah, and this she is respecting. He is respecting her wishes mm-hmm. at this time, which is important. And she said, "Good." And then she relaxed on his chest and was soon asleep. But as often as the case, she's sleeping soundly in his arms, and Gabriel's laying awake, several hours, kind of thinking through the different scenarios that involve civil discourse and persuasion. And then his thoughts turned back to the black Nissan. And he contemplated much different alternatives, mm-hmm. <laughs> alternatives beyond the baseball, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I was so. actually at the Melrose last weekend, last Saturday. I was looking for Jack Mitchell. <laughs> Did you see, see if him. Jack found Didn't a, see a black him, Nissan but, yet? Uh, and there was no black Nissans around, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? I thought that chapter was a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um it really demonstrated their relationship and and you want, you wanted to see it come, them come back together after, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, after having that stressful night. And yes, Betty, at last Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is is over (laughs) because the next chapter (laughs) (laughs) the next chapter, which we will get to, uh, in November is um, dated December 1. So, um, and we will be exploring chapter 41 mm-hmm. over on the 20th of November. Right. So, so it'll be um, good. It will be good. And, and yeah, Anna notes in the Harvard arena, Julianne needs to realize Gabriel is the expert. She wants to believe everyone is good, which is not realistic. It's no shame pulling the cards of learned friends and family to solve an issue. Very true. Um, Which is also why I still think they should talk to Catherine. I think they should, too. But I I also can see her um, uh, sort of... Staying away from it a little bit, only because mm-hmm. she wants this to be her own. She doesn't, yeah. and you know, she knows that Kath, how well respected Catherine is in their field, and she knows how well Gabriel's uh, respected in the field. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's all, but she's also trying to bring her own individual individuality into the field as well. And it, it would hurt her to have those two distinct personalities coming out for her until she could make the argument for herself. Right. So that's just my feeling. 
Well, we will see what happens in the morning uh, when they wake up. That's um, true. But I think, uh, as, as Black Lab Lady notes, Julia is now much more independent. She wants to handle her own issues as much as possible, mm -hmm. which yes. is true. Yes. Which is very true. So, anyhow. Uh, on that note, I'm noticing the time, and we have hit the hour mark plus. We have, we have which is not um, common for us, but yes. <laughs> I know. Well, I've, I want to wish everybody again very happy Halloween weekend, um, uh, and also remind you next week uh, we're doing the World Mental Health Day mm -hmm. podcast. And then William's birthday. And then William's birthday, November 13th. Right. So. so. And I am going to leave us today with a little bit of uh, Rocky Horror, uh, the opening to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Science fiction double feature. <laughs> Get your lighters out, everybody. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Have a good Halloween. Don't eat too yes. much candy. Um, make take sure care. Be safe. Take sure. Make sure you take the razors out of the apples. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that was like the thing we had as a kid. My mom, Uncle Lena. We had one 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 neighbor who always gave out apples every uh, Halloween, and she would put two nickels in the apple. Don't ask. I don't know. <laughs> oh well. But anyway, I, that's a little. That's a little tough. Um, Anna, well, have a great time at the Van Gogh yes, Immersive. Yes. I'll be so. thinking of you. Yes. And Betty, thanks for saying that. I had that listed on the calendar and I did not verbalize it. Tomorrow is Margot's birthday. Margot is the actress who portrays Christine. Absolutely. And um, check out her Gap commercial. She's in there with Katy Perry. Is she? I didn't know that. I didn't yes. see that. That's great. Yes. I wish her the best. She is just a lovely, lovely person person she is um we were lucky to get to meet her and she is nothing like the character she portrays she is really just a very sweet person mm -hmm. and i wish her all the best as all of those actors and cast enjoy watch seduction and snacks if you haven't yet it's a good it's a good light laugh um fest and um, everyone needs a little laugh at this point yes so we do. yes we do so take care anyway, everybody have a good weekend <laughs> Michael Rennie was still the day the earth stood still, but he told us where we stand. Flash Gordon was there in silver underwear. Claude Rains was the invisible man. Then something went wrong for Fay Ray and King Kong. They got caught in a celluloid jam. Then at a deadly pace, it came from outer space. This is how the message ran.